1: Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by Russ Morgan and Joey Murray of Wealth Without Wall Street. Russ, Joey, thanks so much for joining us.
2: Oh, man, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, Seth, thanks for having us.
1: Absolutely. So let's go back in time a little bit. How did Wealth Without Wall Street get started?
2: Well, I like to point to it, Seth, as it's uh, somewhat my story. I was on this path trying to look for financial freedom, met Russ along the way and realized that, man, the corporate grind and just kind of going up that corporate ladder was not the answer. More income, active income actually took me farther away from the things that I loved, like my family. And I was that guy on the beach trip saying, hey, babe, y'all go ahead, head down to the beach. I'll be right behind you. I just got to take this one call.
1: Yep, And just a few emails.
2: Yeah. That turns into, as you know, more and more and more, and you lose yourself in the midst of that. And you actually don't get any closer to freedom. Anyways, along the way, Matt Russ, he mentored me and taught me some things that really exponentially grew my knowledge of finance and also uh, the way out of the rat race. And we joined forces back up in 2014 and decided you know what this is something that the world needs to hear and and started on that path a podcast was born after that we went all online virtual and now we've been able to serve people all over the country with the same process that I went through to gain financial freedom
1: awesome russ how about you
0: yeah what he said
2: really right <laughs>
0: I mean, this is the one time where he actually pumps me up. I'm sure the rest of the podcast will be all about, you know, short jabs at me as he should, uh, because we, we do that quite frequently on our own podcast. But yeah, uh, worthwhile Wall Street is really just a way for us to, to basically live out our own life online. We, we kind of use our life as a case study for those who are listening and watching. We wanted to create our own passive income streams. We're entrepreneurs at heart and he has five kids. I have four And, you know, we have all these businesses and I feel like just like a business who's vying for your attention is a lot like a kid, right? And, And so we're constantly, you know, battling that and we're sharing those stories and learning from others as we're doing podcasts and talking with our community on a weekly basis.
1: Awesome. Now, you were part of Wall Street in multiple ways, shapes and forms. You have it. You obtained your Certified Financial Planner designation back in 2008, what led you in this different direction?
0: Yeah, so you're right. I did all, I was in the belly of the beast, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I was there. I was the one um, separating people from their money and, and thought I was doing a, a good job and service for them. And as you said, I actually at one time held a certified financial planning designation and assumed that by getting that designation, that would give me all the financial intellect I would ever need. And I would be able to help all those around me. And as the market crashed in 08 and 09, I was sitting there with like everyone else, palm to the sky, trying to figure out what happened. The people that I was asking for advice and questions, um, they were asking questions to the people that they sought advice from. And really the resounding answer that kept coming back was, we don't know what happened. We don't know what will keep it from happening again. And for me, that for someone who likes to be in control, I didn't like that. That wasn't something that set easy with me. And and so I set out on a path to try to learn alternative strategies, if you will. And sitting at many different conferences over the years, uh, I got introduced to some different ideas, some different people and and just decided that's the way I needed to go. And thankfully, some of the people that I've been working with up to that point decided they want to go on that path with me.
1: Well, I know it isn't, there's a longer version of that story and yeah. there were some ups and downs along the way with all the success you've achieved now. What would you say your biggest challenge is today?
0: I say the biggest challenge, to be honest, is trying to figure out how do we manage all the different businesses that we have? And it is, I gave that analogy just a second ago with having four kids personally. I feel like you want to, you want to go all in, but you know, you can't. And there is area of wanting to help each one of those businesses, but also the, the kind of idea guy inside of me of wanting to create five more as well. And so for me, it's taming that itch to go wider instead of deeper.
1: Joey, what about you?
2: I'd say some of the same. If you ask Russ, what my biggest challenge is is coming to work. Um, (laughs) You know, I actually really enjoy the financial freedom aspect of our businesses that we've created, (laughs) Uh, but, but it is, it is a challenge. We both homeschool our families and the the work life balance can sometimes get a little bit skewed with all that. So that's what I would say is the biggest thing, but also to add one extra layer is sometimes scaling is not always the answer because it can take away the freedoms that you've created. And so I think it's sometimes there's a little bit of this um, allure to, man, oh, it's it's this is working. We got to keep growing. It. We got to keep growing it. And then we realize, well, wait a minute, we just created a bigger headache for not a whole lot more, you know, in terms of like the actual benefits of it. And so just knowing where that line is and not just being drawn into that
1: now wealth without wall street what are some of the biggest uh, mistakes you're helping your clients avoid
2: man that is a great question i think the first thing is not separating them from their money wall street and big banks have taught us over and over our whole lives from the youngest that you can think back to that you're not smart enough to manage your own money you need to give that over to somebody else and allow them to help grow wealth. Like that's the only proper way. And they've also encouraged us or told us that, man, you know, retirement is the answer, right? Working this nine to five, getting into that grind every day, the only real answer to get out of it is to retire. And what we would say is is number one, if you gain access and control of your own money, then you can create financial freedom today that allows you to have more of your time and the more freedom instead of waiting to some time where you may not have your health, you may not have your relationships or those things to enjoy.
0: I would jump in there too, to say, I think the biggest mistake people make outside of not having access to cash, because typically as Joey was saying, he was given examples of ways that people are taught to give their money away, which then separates them for the opportunities that may pass them by, but is believing that investments are the way that's the answer. And what I mean by that is so oftentimes when people hear the term wealth without Wall Street, the first question is, well, what are you investing in? And I think that's a bad question. You know, Robert Kiyosaki has said many quotes that people repeat, but here's one that I love to share is there are no good or bad investments. There's only good and bad investors. And I think people need to spend a lot more time investing in themselves and being able to understand what they're good at their investor DNA is what we call it, to be able to figure out what things that they then could then produce the highest results from.
1: Absolutely. What are you finding have been some of the challenges in terms of getting your message out? Because it's kind of controversial.
0: <laughs> I would say, actually, the challenges. Is- are not that great in relationship to that. I mean, everything, right? Nobody knows who you are. So you're always fighting that battle. But podcasts like yours and uh, and many others that we've been on in our own, it creates an avenue. It may be it's the, the person sharing it, right? I mean, the person who wants to talk about what they're doing with their friends so that they can kind of create that viral message. Maybe they share an example that is unique to them and expects everyone else to follow along. It has been really interesting because we do sit on a a cliff, if you will. It's very controversial. Even the people who want to or don't want to will come look at it because it is like, well, wait a second, I've been doing it this other way. Is there
2: something I'm missing? Right. And I would add to that to say one of the challenges on getting the word out is that we really have a get rich slow kind of idea. When you tell people, hey, slow down, don't just buy this investment buy into educating yourself like we had one of our clients on our podcast say you know once i had now access and control of my own money it was a premium my education was at a premium because my dollars were waiting on me to tell them what to go do like i didn't have somebody else sitting there investing on my behalf i had to do something with it and so the challenge may be that people want a get rich quick they want an easy button and this is, there's nothing easy about this. It's just the formula is easy, right? To get to financial freedom, it just takes more passive income every month than your monthly expenses. Like there's nothing, it's super simple, but getting there is not something you can do super quick if you don't take out and start investing in yourself first.
1: Absolutely. Now, you mentioned that people ask, well, if you're investing without Wall Street, what are you investing in? We're not obviously going to ask you to make any specific investment recommendations on this show, but what are some of the asset classes you're using to get people that slow and steady wins the race plan without the volatility and the fluctuation they're used to?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. And every single month, Seth, we actually publish our own personal passive income report. We wanted to be very transparent. We wanted to show people what we were doing because we believe education, the best way to learn is to watch someone else, right? That's why I to use the word, don't want to give financial advice. We think financial advice is garbage and should be treated as such because it's really just an opinion of the person given it, right? doesn't mean it was bad for the person who was given it, but it may be bad for the receiver. And so what we do is we share, here's what we're doing don't go mimic this just because we're having success or failures in one of those areas because you can have different results. And I think when people look at our passive income report, what they'll see is, oh, you guys really are interested in short-term rental. Like we have 20 some odd units that we rent on Airbnb and booking and VRBO and so forth. Uh, that have been great um, local renters, uh, people who are coming into our local market, uh, whether it's for ball games, weddings, um, hospitals, you name it. We use that. We're not in a glamorous beach resort area. We're in Birmingham, Alabama, <laughs> and uh, but those units stay rented eighty to eighty five percent of the time, just like most of the hotels. And that's been an asset class for us that has been really interesting. And we don't go buy the units right now, at least because the markets are are so high. We feel like it'd be not prudent for our cash. So we actually use an ar- rental arbitrage model where we go actually to the apartment complex. We uh, create a master lease where we rent the, the units from the actual owners. And so we are basically arbitraging the difference between we're paying them a long-term uh, lease rental to the short-term rental. And that's been very lucrative to the cash flow as compared to some of the long-term rental stuff that we've done in the past. That's just one of many ideas.
1: That is absolutely incredible. Talk a little bit about the podcast.
2: Well, so the podcast really was born out of the fact that we had kind of gone about one or two steps into a three-step process. And that was getting access and control of our cash. And all of our clients were looking to us and saying, okay, this is great. Uh, Now what? (laughs) And Russ and I, to be honest, we're on the same journey. We said, well, we need, to in, we need to interview people that have great ideas for passive income and start figuring out which one of those fit for us. And also, this is a scalable conversation because what was happening is we would have these conversations with a client and it would be great that one person would hear this great idea or we would talk about something they were doing, but all the other clients weren't getting that same message. So how do you do that? Well, let's just start a podcast. And to be honest, Seth, we're just a bunch of rednecks from Alabama. We thought, man, these two, 300 clients are, this is what we started with. These are the only people are going to be listening. And lo and behold, we started having people six months in say, wait a minute, I'm in Maine. I'm in Massachusetts. I'm in Idaho. I'm in where in Utah, I want to do what you're talking about. We're like, how did you even find our podcast? Like we had no idea. And so anyways, that conversation just continued to explode because people were tuning in. And that's what really launched Russ and I on our own passive income journeys. And we were able to create these various different businesses as a result of educating ourselves over a couple of different years. And now that's providing direction and guidance for people all over the country.
1: That is awesome. Can you share with us the short version? I know your time's incredibly valuable of your three simple steps to financial freedom.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things I would say is, you know, like (laughs) you said, there's a lot more to it, right? And everybody knows that there's a thousand steps, but we wanted to try to break them up into three chunks. So we feel like uh, give people direction. And so we use the Uh, actually acronym GPS. So goal plan support our three steps. And that first step of goal was something I think is really what we find our podcast provides a lot of time is helping people give people a license to dream, to create what they would want in an ideal lifestyle. Now, a lot of times we think of our ideal day, like what would we really want to do? And you think, man, the time I was like sipping margaritas, you know, on that Caribbean, (laughs) You know, resort somewhere that is that's the ideal lifestyle, probably not. That's an ideal day, an ideal week, maybe an ideal two weeks. But for most people, they haven't considered what would their ideal life be if they had to do it every single day. And so, we take people through a process that helps them understand that and get really crystal clear as to what they want to be doing. Uh, What are the things that maybe they need to stop doing? Uh, What would be some of the things that they would have along the way? So that when when they arrive, they actually know. And a part of that is giving them understanding that financial freedom is when you have more passive income than you have monthly expenses, as Joey said. And it has nothing to do with how many dollars you have in a 401k. It has nothing to do with the rate of return on the investments that you have. And so we take them through a process that helps them see that they've got to be a saver. They need to stop giving their money away to other people. What will the things that they will have and when they do stop trading time for money, what would that be able give them the ability to do? And I think when people are able to get a little bit deeper than the surface level things, it really creates this drive to go out and try to then step two, which is to create a plan to accomplish it.
2: Yeah. And so that Russ just talked about the goal. We call that the passport we have a course called The Passport that people go through. The second step is the plan. And in that, you find out what kind of investor you are, what sort of passive income ideas maybe would line up with your investor DNA so that you can figure out what are the pros, what are the cons, what are the key factors of this type of an investment that I would need to understand to see if this is something I want to do. And then subsequently from there, we actually create an individualized plan that they can take and they can say, "Man, this is the time frame it could be. Maybe it's five years from now that I could be financially free if I implement this the way that this is laid out. I could be financially free in the next two years." I'm gonna
0: correct what you said. There, we don't actually create a plan for them. They are in the process of creating their own plan, but they do get to meet with one of our coaches who is also financially free or really close to being financially free that helps them like take all of these puzzle pieces that they've created, that they've done all the homework for and shows them, Hey, by the way, when you line these up this way, here's the result. And they're like, Oh, Oh, that's pretty cool. Because really a coach's job is to really help you get more out of yourself than you thought was possible. What people find in our process is that they do need support. That's the third step. They do need a community of people who are on a like, kind journey that they're on, because otherwise they'll be just like the crab in the bucket being pulled back by everyone else who's like, oh, don't do that. Don't leave the safety of of the nine to five. Don't leave the safety of Wall Street and your retirement plan. But yet when they have other people who are on that journey, they're not only able to give, but also receive. And then they also get access to our coaches on an ongoing basis who can then kind of help keep them between the ditches, if you will.
1: That makes a lot of sense. For our folks watching or listening who want to learn more, where is the best place for them to go find you?
2: I think, uh, first of all, you can join our community simultaneously to starting this Passport Challenge that we talked about. And you can get there by wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash passport. That'll get you access to it. It's all for free. And we'd love to have you uh, be a part of the community that's all heading towards financial freedom.
0: Yeah. The community is an online tool that we use that's off all the social media platforms because you can get cat means and political conversations anywhere, but inside of our community, we specifically wanted it to be focused. When you come there, you're focused on getting to financial freedom. And so that's what it's all about. And we have about 5,000 members in there right now and love for you to join.
1: Congratulations on not only the community, but on everything you've built uh, this has been Seth Green here with Russ Morgan and Joey Muray of WealthWithoutWallStreet.com. Russ, Joey, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks,
0: Seth, for having us. Yeah, it's our pleasure.
1: Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening, and we'll talk to you or we'll see you next time.